0: Hey there, Caniacs. I'm Jared Ellis, and you are listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can find us on Twitter at LO underscore hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96 in today's episode um we will be recapping the hurricanes uh top 10 moments of the season they put out the uh final one this morning and we'll also be uh looking back at the first week of training camp so um first off we'll uh look at that first week of training camp um now we did discuss the uh first couple days uh early on in the week um but, uh, obviously, there's been camp every day. Um, and, honestly, the big takeaway right now is that these guys want to get out and go play now. Um, that was something we discussed earlier on in the week, that if they could uh, go ahead and start playing that series against the Rangers, they would right now. Um, and their big focus is on that game, or that series, I should say, and... Um, because one thing that I mentioned on uh, the last episode when Jordan Martinuk was on Trip Tracy's podcast is that they hear all the talk, you know, uh, the Rangers swept y'all, y'all, you know, during the regular season, you're gonna get your asses beat. Yep, you know, all that. They hear all that. They know what they gotta do. They're preparing for that series best they can. Um and as we mentioned earlier, Brady Shea, you know, we picked him up from the rangers earlier on um at the trade deadline you know he said that he has a giant chip on his shoulder heading into that series and he wants to go out and prove himself and you know not only does he want to the rest of the canes want to as well because again they've heard all that talk you know the rangers beat your ass during the regular season uh blah 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 all that they hear it all um you know i'm looking at the uh hurricanes you know official recap from it um you know they obviously were talking about you know the you know return to play plan all that um but this was honestly crazy um they talked about you know the unveiling of the return to play plan being on uh may 26th um and then obviously that would meant the hurricanes would play the rangers that was nearly two full months ago and that is just wild to think about um Time has simultaneously flown by and drug by. Um, man, it it's crazy. Um, it, yeah, just all that. Uh, um, but you know, moving back on into that a little bit, you know, just kind of lost my mind there a little bit. You know, just how long it's been. Um, you know, Rod um said, "Every day you're just adding a little bit." Head coach Rod Brenmore said after Thursday skate. I think by Sunday, we'll have covered everything we want to cover, at least touched on the whole scheme of things, then we'll really start ramping it up. Um, they obviously you know have, you know, working on methods, plans of attack, you know, how they want to um, play against the Rangers, what they need to do, um, which you know they're going to have that figured out regardless. Um, Brent Moore went on to say uh, that, We've been trying to pick up where we left off. I just think the team that really values these two-and-a-half weeks um, the most or gets the most out of it probably is going to have the best result, which is not only true for the Hurricane series coming up. I think that's true for all of the series coming up, Eastern and Western conferences, whichever one is really uh, putting the work in. the most is going to win their series. Um, I really agree with that. Um, it's also mentioned that you know this first week um, training camp, they've been kind of just uh, reviewing things that they've been working on um, and slowly but surely adding things in. Um, uh, for instance, on Thursday, the Canes worked on special teams and ramping up the physicality with tight quarter battle drills. Um, Which I did see a video of that um, posted on their social media is uh, Ryan DeZingle and Justin Williams. Um, And they had Ryan DeZingle mic'd up, you know, he was chirping at Justin Williams, all that. Um, So that was funny. Um, But it's going to be nice to see these guys, you know, really get out there and play their butts off. You know, they would regardless, but they know what they got to do and they're really putting in the work right now. I mean, you know, other teams are as well, but Kane's really putting in work right now. And it's going to be interesting to see where they pick up next week. um, What new stuff they start adding in and all that. Um, Obviously they're only going to show us what they want us to see on their social media, since we can't physically be there at practices right now, which sucks. But, um it's going to be interesting to see how this next week goes the new stuff they add in um, I imagine it will be a bit of the same that they're doing right now um uh, you know you know going over stuff they were um as well as you know ramping up physicality of how they need to play because um that was something that I had seen on multiple different articles and YouTube videos and whatnot saying that hurricanes were kind of soft which and some aspects yes some aspects no um so i imagine they're going to keep doing that and really go out there and play really physical hockey whenever uh, august 1st rolls around and they play in the rangers um but now on to uh the hurricanes top 10 moments of the season this was something that the hurricanes did themselves um over the past few days um was wait until they did uh know got the entire thing out you know so we could talk about it um so let's get right on to that number 10 was cam ward retires a hurricane and sounds a siren on opening night that was a great great moment um because he obviously spent his last season in chicago um but you know after that you know he uh was uh unrestricted free agent um and he's obviously been around for a very long time the market you know for him that nec- wasn't necessarily the biggest you know as it would have been you know 10 years ago or so and then of course he's old he's been playing for a very long time um and then it came out you know he's gonna sign a one-day contract come home retire here um which he did um i remember that was something that kind of everyone wanted um hurricanes Sign him to that one-day contract so he can retire. Because there was a lot of retire retirement talk um, surrounding Cam Ward um, last offseason. But it happened. He uh, signed that one-day contract to retire with us. And then opening night, um, he was the opening siren sounder, um, which was great. He was wearing a, a Jordan Stahl jersey. Um, it was one of the new white ones. I do remember that and honestly what was crazy was it was just so loud in there um that night you couldn't hear his introduction like you just saw him on the jumbotron you couldn't hear them like mm, tonight's siren sounder. You came you know that kind of thing it was just so freaking loud in there you couldn't hear it um, but then you heard the siren and the team came out all that stuff um <laughs> that that was a great moment uh really really what really was and to be there and experience that siren sounding you know in person you know not watch it on tv or anything like that it, it was great um number nine was uh morgan geeky <laughs> um right there at the stoppage of play you know morgan geeky uh he had just been called up and he was playing damn good hockey um uh really showing you know that he wants to be there and that he deserves to be there and he obviously is. Uh, on the return-to-play roster, as he should be. Um, Not a doubt in really anyone's mind there, as good as he was playing. And fun fact, right now he's the NHL's all-time leader in points per game. So Morgan Geeky very well. I mean, some could argue he's better than Wayne Gretzky. You know, on on paper, you know, maybe he is. Um, But only time we'll see how that truly pans out um, there. But that was just a great rise uh, to see, um, listening to those games while I was at work. Um, I think I was able to catch one on TV. But watching those and just seeing that kid come out and just play insane hockey, like no one really expected that. Um, they expected a you know, kid to go out, play, you know, and then once, um, I forget who it was that he, whose place he took um, that was out hurt. Um, but once they came back you know he'd be going back down to charlotte yeah thanks for thanks for your time you know bye um but no he played damn good he's like oh shit this kid this kid is really playing um you know obviously kept him with him um uh the return to play roster which you love to see hopefully he can keep that up um number eight was the moves they made at the trade deadline um and the players they acquired there um they obviously acquired sammy vatnam from the new jersey devils who was uh finally practicing with the hurricanes um he was on ir um but now he's on the ice practicing so hopefully he can uh play good once the time rolls around we also acquired brady Shea from the new york rangers in exchange for a first round pick um uh, and he had been playing decent. Uh, he was actually the first one to tally a point um, out of all the new guys. Um, I think he was the first one to score a goal as well. But I know he was the first one to tally a point. And then um, we acquired Vincent Trocek from the Florida Panthers in exchange for Eric Holla, um Lucas Walmark, and uh, forget the other one. Uh, but Walmark was... Um, definitely the one that everyone was upset about um that's for sure because he was definitely a fan favorite that no one wanted to see go um and frankly i think it was kind of just a bit of a deal sweetener um for them uh to get trocheck from florida um because i think it had been made clear we've talked about it here um and everyone's kind of had their speculations that you know Eric ericola didn't want to come back um once you know his contract expired because he was fixing to be an unrestricted free agent i think it was clear he wasn't going to come back so they were like okay let's try to get something for him while we still can um they had they wanted to get trocheck so they you know you put that package together and then walmart was uh just kind of a bit of a deal sweetener there um so far you know trocheck and uh Brady Shea panned out nicely. Um, both have several years left on their contract, so they should hopefully be here for a while longer. Sammy Votnin, um, we're fixing to see what he can do come August 1st. Um, he is an unrestricted free agent after the season, so we'll see how that goes. We do have a lot of defensemen, so maybe they'll try to keep him. Maybe they won't. All depends. That's just something we'll see once uh, time runs out on these contracts. Um, number seven was uh, when Dougie Hamilton scored a goal from center ice in a game against Edmonton, or a game at Edmonton, I should say. I remember that game. That was insane. Um, it was just, you know, everything just going, 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 and then Dougie takes a shot, and he's at the center I was Like, no way that makes it. And then he makes it. It's just like, holy shit. <laughs> that was on their um, big uh, Western Conference road trip that they had earlier on in the season where they played damn good hockey. I think they won all but one game, I believe. Um but that was insane. Um it, it was just another, you know, check mark on the box, you know, what could have been a Norse caliber Norse trophy winning season for him. Um, you know, had he not gotten hurt. Hope hopefully he can continue that success next season. I mean he is you know, one of the faces of the franchise, uh, for the hurricanes now. And I really hope he can build off the success he had last year and, you know, really just pick up where he left off pretty much. Um, but we'll see there that, but that was a really great moment. Um, and number six was, uh, Jacob Slaving winning the accuracy contest at the all-star game. Um, Jacob Slavin, you know, obviously got named to his first All Star game this season. Um, you know, he took the place of the injured Dougie Hamilton was going, who was going to be going to his first All Star game, but you know when he broke his leg, you know he obviously couldn't. Um, but Jacob Slavin uh, got sent out to St. Louis for that this year, um, and lo and behold, he won the accuracy contest. I don't think really anyone had him pegged for that. Um, I mean, we obviously knew he was. Really accurate shot, but you know, as far as everyone else, I don't think they really expected him to come out and win the damn thing. Um, but he did, um, and that was a great, great moment. Um, really, just solidifying him as, you know, just a really great defenseman. One that tends to get overlooked a lot. You know, Dougie Hamilton tends to be the one that takes all the shine. You know, here Jacob Slavin gets overlooked uh, quite a bit. You know, he's just like, hey i'm here too i mean he's obviously not you know one to say that or anything like that but you know he's like i'm one of the top defensemen as well Yeah, you know he's proving you know, the depth that the hurricanes have at on the blue line which is absolutely great um and really you know for uh this return to play roster the defense that they have oh boy that is a very deep uh defensive uh group there um Number five was when Sebastian Aho went on a 14-game point streak. Um, I love how they word it. It's just casual 14-game point streak, you know, for fishy. Um, but yeah, that was great. Um, just showing that he deserves all the money he's getting. Yeah. Maybe a bit underpaid. Um, some people may argue there. Um, but you know, Sebastian Aho, he's showing that he's one of the top guys or one of the top rising stars in the league right now and he's going to be one of those top guys for a long time. Um, Just showing that he could he can play damn good hockey. He was on pace to have you know, a 40 plus goal season um, before everything stopped. I think when everything stopped uh, he had like 38 goals I believe. Um, And with there being plenty of time left so he would have hit that 40 mark and then probably went well past it you know barring you know nothing bad happening there um hopefully in your next season he can replicate that um you know that goal scoring that he was having this season you know maybe be even better you know uh we stopped in march you know hopefully he can hit that 40 goal mark even sooner um but that's just something we'll have to wait and see there but I think we all know he can do it. He's gotten better every season he's been in the league. And I expect nothing different next year. Um, number four was when Jordan Stahl earned the captaincy. Um, I know that at first that was kind of a decision not everyone was thrilled with. Um, personally, I thought he was the only choice for it. Um, he is the old. He's the veteran, you know, on the team. Um, you know, he's been there for years and years and years. You know, Justin Williams, you know, at the time, you know, hadn't decided if he was going to come back or not. And I felt that he was the obvious choice for it. I know other people, you know, said Jacob Slavin should get it. Martin Hook should get it. Um, Ajo should get it, uh, which Slavin and Marty, I think they're good in their roles of, you know, assistant captains. Um, Aho, I don't feel he's ready for it yet. Um, uh, maybe give him a couple more years and yeah, he'll be there. Um, ready to wear, wear a letter on his chest. Um, but I felt Stahl was the guy that needed it. Um, and you know, uh, when Jordan Martin Hook was on Trip Tracy's podcast, you know, he talked a little bit about that. You know, how Stahl's you know, one to lead by example isn't necessarily one to get in your face yell at you and whatnot you know like justin williams will um which uh, we'll talk about that here in a second um but uh i do feel yeah they need that presence in there that will you know get in their face and yell but they also need that one that is just going to lead by example um as well and jordan Stall is one to lead by example um i think he's a really good captain um and there have been many post game interviews where things didn't go right, and you can tell on his face that he's he's gonna rip into the guys um, once those cameras uh, turn off and all the press is out is out of the locker room. Um, so I do feel feel Jordan saw was the right fit for captain. Um, now number three, um, Justin Williams return. Um, you know when he decided he was going to come back, um, he obviously took his time off. You know when he came back, you know immediate impact. The um, Hurricanes really started turning things around um, shortly after he returned. Um, and going back to that Mark Nook interview, um, when uh, he came back, he wasn't happy with the team, um, and he made that clear. Um, yeah, he was. He put guys. You know, he told them what they needed it here, um, which is good. I think they needed that. Um, and they've shown that that is what they needed because things started clicking. And they started playing like we know they can, uh, and they got into the playoffs. Um, you know, even had things you know not been expanded, Hurricanes would have been in the playoffs, um, which is something I feel people uh, do forget. You know, some of the team's distractor or detractors that Hurricanes would have been in the playoffs regardless of if they were expanded or not. The Rangers, you know, had things, uh, you know, been 16 teams, you know, not been expanded. Rangers would not have been in the playoffs. Um, Hurricanes would have been. And that is something that I feel people do tend to overlook. And Justin Williams had a very big part in that um, with the Hurricanes really turning things around. Now, number two was uh, David Ayers. Um, some people may argue that that should have been number one, and yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, it was the NHL's feel-good moment of the year. Um, it's what the fans voted for. Um, we've talked at length about that, uh, so we won't talk about that very long, but everyone remembers it. Um, we all watched that game. We all saw uh, James go down. We all saw Peter go down. We're like, oh, my God and then Dave came out you know he allowed those first two goals yeah, those were just kind of jitters he came back and played a damn good game and you know the Hurricanes won it um, uh, but yeah that was obviously a great great moment um, will be one of the all time great Hurricanes moments not just from this season um, and number one was Andre Svechnikov scoring the first two lacrosse style goals in NHL history um, yeah, so again, no big surprise there. Um, actually, you know, David Ayres went against the first one uh, to win that feel good moment of the year. Um, so again, you know, that was both of them. Yeah, you know, he did the first one at home against uh, Calgary, which I think you know, for the first one ever. It being at home, yeah, you know, in front of uh, the Hurricanes fans in PNC Arena, absolutely perfect. You couldn't ask for anything better. Um, John Forslund's call on that. Absolutely amazing. And then uh, a little over a month later, uh, on that same road trip that we uh, discussed the uh, Dougie Hamilton center ice uh, goal in Edmonton when they are over in Winnipeg, he did it again. Um, I don't think anyone really expected that there uh, for him to do it again just so soon. Um, But... I'm surprised, you know, it didn't happen a third time for Svech. I mean, obviously Philip Forsberg, you know, did it for in Nashville, um, but I, I'm surprised Svech didn't do it again. Um, I definitely feel he's probably going to try it um, at some point in the playoffs um, this year, whether it's against the Rangers or someone else. I, I think Svech is going to do. It. I think we're going to get the first playoff one uh, in NHL history, and what better person to do it than Andre Svechkov? the person who did the first one in NHL history. Um, but that's the uh, top 10 Hurricanes moments of the season per the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, so let us know what your top 10 moments of the hurricane season were. I imagine you know, a lot of these would probably be yours, especially Ayers and lacrosse Go Willie Return. Um, I definitely feel those would be a lot of y'all's uh, top 10 moments. Um, but what were some of your other ones? Um You know, just tweet it at us, you know, or whatever. You know, just let us know. Um, So on the next episode, we will be, or I will be discussing the John Forslund situation. That's been a big elephant in the room. We're starting to get more on that. And I think it's time that we talk about it. Um, So that's what we'll be discussing on next episode, guys. It may be a bit of a downer, but... It's something we need to talk about. Um, and that does it for this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Um, you can find us on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. Now go check out um, the latest edition of Locked on NHL, the network's national NHL show. Um, they're going to be discussing all things NHL. You know, they're going to be discussing uh team's first weeks of uh training camp um and who knows what else um so with that i'll talk to you guys later